This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town. Since 2015, my name is Benjamin Blue and you are watching or listening to the flagship show available each and every Monday. So for a sometimes entertaining, always informative hour of football conversation, make your Monday a Blue Monday. Craig is here and Craig is going to talk to me about relief. Um, comic hand. Um... <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Football relief. How, how yeah, was it? It was an, an enjoyable Saturday evening, I would imagine, for most, wasn't it? Um, and and, and <laughs> a, uh, I must admit, that's, that's my first thought. That was my first oh, thought. Really? Well. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. There's the subtitle of the, of the evidence. I, I thought you would, um, Craig, you would have had a, an, emotional, um, an emotional lift this morning. Any emotional ex- 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 exhaustion of air? No, what's the word looking for? Yeah. Expulsion? Every, ex- yeah. Release? Everyone, hopefully everyone had an enjoyable Saturday evening on the back of yesterday. And, you know, has woken up this morning and rubbed their eyes and realised it's it's not all a dream. It did actually happen. And it's, it's one win at League One level, but we're very, very happy. <laughs> a much-needed win. And um, the first time on the pod talking about one. David Diamond is... Back from holiday. David, are you feeling relieved? Um, make your answer cleaner than Craig's, please. <laughs> I, I am feeling relieved, Ben. Yes, I have. I can take great relief from that uh, result yesterday, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, onwards and obviously onwards and upwards now. Um, we got into, um, well, we were already in crisis mode on the um, Q&A pod on Wednesday. So off we go to Lincoln. Game number nine of the season no wins so far no clean sheets mm. I keep harking back to conversations we had of, I think it was you Dave uh, oh well what if he happens what if he gets to October and he's <laughs> and he's not in the top 10 or whatever so <laughs> um and yeah uh, cool. calls for the manager to go all sorts of all sorts of stuff this week so hopefully uh this may be the start of something and Craig it's off to last season's losing playoff finalists um Lincoln City, with the caveat that George Grant and Brennan Johnson have now sort of gone up to the championship. But um, again, as Paul Cook would be at pains to point out, a well-coached team um, with, you know, um, a well-practiced system, certainly longer than uh, ours. Now, I want to play a little <laughs> word association game with you. Let me just go through the Lincoln team. Um, I've got a football stadium a famous album, 
and a genre-defining toy. So when I when I read these names, I want to see if you two can get all three. Um, play along at home, a football stadium from these players' names, a famous album, and a genre-defining toy. So here's the Lincoln team. Uh, Griffiths in goal, Bramall, Ayoima, uh, Monsma, Paul, uh, Ted Bishop, we'll talk about him in a second, Bridcut, Fiorini, uh, Maguire, there's your... Um, there's your replacement for um, uh, Johnson or Grant, however you want to think about it. Hopper and um, Scully. Um, first of all, the important stuff. Did you get any of the three, the word association there, Craig? I'll go I'll go for Hopper. The space Hopper. Yes, there yeah. it is. Did you get any of them, Dave? Yeah, I went for <clears throat> that Bramall Action Man toy. No, no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Uh, <laughs> The um, obviously Bramall Bramall Lane was tucked away in there, Ben. Did either of you get the classic album that I'm thinking? This this is a bit tenuous. Look at the goalkeeper. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll have that one then. That'll that'll please Statman and Olimar. There and, you go. Oh, the gone, Joshua gone, Tree. Joshua gone, gone, gone above me, but anyway, what well, was there that? you go. Um, Ted Bishop, Dave. Um, thoughts on seeing him in a Lincoln shirt up against us? Yeah, I mean, it went out when he was announced, you always get the dread. Is this going to, you know, come back? Is this one that's going to come back? Yeah, and bite right, us yeah. in the bite, bite us in the proverbial. But uh, yeah, as it as it panned out, fortunately, it didn't. But no, you know, good to see him back, albeit seemingly. Well, spoiler alert. Later on, I think he he obviously didn't last the full ninety minutes, which um, is no surprise for poor old Teddy over the years. But you know, hopefully, he's. Um, you know, seventy-eight, Dave. Hey, sorry, seventy-eight minutes. He last week. Seventy-eight was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah, on yeah. an on-brand number for an Ipswich Town podcast as well. No, that's Craig, true. Craig, are you ready to play some Ipswich Town twenty-one, twenty-two uh, roulette? There's, I mean, there's no silly game with this. I'm just literally going to name the team. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, uh, Hladki returns in goal. We believe um, uh, an issue close to the game for Christian. Uh, Welton, Danassian um, in at right back, Edmondson and Burgess, which appears to be the um, the way forward. Uh, Hayden Coulson starts at left back. Uh, of course, Sammy Morsi is still serving a central midfield suspension. So uh, Lee Evans is captain alongside Tom Carroll. Uh, Wes Burns and Scott Fraser, the de facto wide men. Remember, um, they're not wingers. They're inside forwards, so to speak. Um, and the return of Bursan Salina, kind of out of nowhere after some quotes about him not going to be ready for a while, wearing number 43 in the 10 position up top. Macaulay Bon. Uh, <laughs> Craig, what are your takeaways from uh, yesterday's 11? Um I don't think it was much of... Well, it was a surprise that Hladke was playing. Um, I think Cook said afterwards that it was Walton's abductor which um what's an abductor apparently it's a muscle i think it's, it's <laughs> i was going for sure. a body part there craig i'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure i've got one i'm not sure i've got one it's near your hip isn't it hip hip thigh region it's not, i believe it's not, it's, it's, yeah it's not your abs is it that's your abdominal yeah. so i think it is somewhere around about the hip around your listen hip to the region. level of medical biological chat here it's sensational <laughs> Um, so, so he's hurt a muscle in his body somewhere, Craig. In and around the middle bit of his body, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
that that's that up there isn't a doctor certificate, by the way. That's no uh, something different. Sounds um, like you need. Sounds like you need. If it's around the middle of his body, sounds like you need some relief. But anyway, go on. Oh, stop it. That's going to go all show, isn't it? Keep talking, Craig. I'm going to Google abductor muscle. Yeah, don't, don't Google it, mate. It's, it's done. We told you where it's it is. Um, He's told you where it is. It's, it was on the old operation. You talk about hoppers, space hoppers. <laughs> on the operation, man. It was somewhere near his um, funny bone, I think. Um, yeah, cavey wise dropped completely out of the out of the sixteen, which is a, a bit of a bit of a shock that there were no fallbacks on the bench. Dennis, I think, has been playing well. To be fair to him, whenever he's come on, he's done all right. Um, poor old Vincent Young has had a bit of a torrid time, isn't he? It doesn't look up to it. Doesn't look particularly fit. Um, he's just lost that sharpness at the moment. Um, probably was a bit of a shock, I say, that there were no fullbacks at all on the bench, just um, Wolfenden as a centre half. Um, Carroll did well on Tuesday night. He kept things ticking along nicely with um, with Morsey um, and probably deserved coming in. As we all know, that Harper Evans double act hasn't really um, reached the heights of Morecambe and Wise or uh, Cannon and Ball just yet, is it? You know, it's. Um, struggled along um fraser out wide again hasn't done too much out wide he, he's been tried in number 10 along with about half a dozen others um mm. but as you say he's not there to be a winger no he's there to be a, a wide a wide attacker wide midfielder and then our good friend burson coming in as i uh, say the the latest the latest guy in at number 10 and, and as you say it was sort of whether it was a um a red tape red herring during the week that you know <laughs> yeah, like that. He, he may he may or may not be playing um, Mr. Appleton. We don't know just yet. Um, and then all of a sudden he he appears. But so I think having him there, you know, that that sort of those two central fielders and that number ten have been our downfall. That Bermuda Triangle of, of football just <laughs> seems to just disappear. It's on fire, it? Dave. A Bermuda Triangle and a red tape red herring within one. Within one <laughs> None of this is scripted either. This is this, this is, is good stuff. <laughs> this is my this is the beer I've got in my big mug. Um, <laughs> It's nine forty-five AM, everybody. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> um, but I so say having him there, he he probably does just demand to be passed to, doesn't he? You're not going to really bypass Selena. So let's see how long it, how long that that you know that formation, those personnel stay fit for, and therefore in place for. But uh, you know, and looking at the bench as well, Christ Almighty, that was a ridiculous strength bench for League One, wasn't it? Uh, Dave, what's your reaction to what what Craig has said and the um, the eleven that we saw yesterday? Yeah, I totally totally agree with all of that. Really, um, I mean, they say a week's a long time in long time in politics. Long it's a long time in football, isn't it? I mean, a short time in football. I mean, Haladki totally out of the picture, not even in the squad last week. One injury to Walton, and I've got to say, a very dodgy performance by Holy against West Ham in the week, and um, <laughs> and he's straight back in. So look and. Look, who knows? Who knows how long this abductor? Did you find out where it was, by the way? Well, I was hoping you would mention that because I kind of googled it and I, I didn't get an obvious answer within like the first ten yeah, okay. yeah. percent of my laptop page here. So I just kind of oh, gave up. You, know, you, weren't, you, you weren't googling hand relief, were you? Instead, <laughs> our um, our surgeon. He's not letting it go. <laughs> our surgeon, our surgeon followers will, our surgeon subscribers will let us know, let us know about that. But no, I mean he's not afraid to teach pitch people in, is it? A bit like Edmondson last week, who 
Oh, it, it came straight into the side last week without without playing. All right, probably did play behind closed doors games. I'm not sure, but not really playing a competitive game. Um, straight there with Selena, and I think Craig's right. Perhaps a little bit sort of smokescreen signals given out to Appleton and everybody else with regard to Selena and exactly where he's, um, you know, exactly where his fitness was. But I think again, I've said before, you know, just look at the bench. I mean, for League One, that's just bloody ridiculous, isn't it? it really is. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, happy enough with the, I think happy enough with that side yesterday. And again, um, I think Craig was there on Tuesday. No surprise, you know. Carol, Carol starting centre mid with um, with Morsey on Tuesday. And I thought Carol did really well first half. He looked really quite good getting on the ball first half. Again, like our other <laughs> some of our midfielders this season, faded a bit. Didn't land so much on the ball after the break. But yeah, I thought yeah, probably did it did enough to justify his inclusion yesterday. The aforementioned bench there, Holly, uh, Wolfenden, Aluko, Harper, Piggott, Norwood, Connor Chaplin as well. So, yeah, I do, I I do mean, agree. Point, again, I think I think another point we should make, and, and uh, I know they said, certainly said on Suffolk as well, Brenner and her summarising Matthew, I think, said on Suffolk, perhaps Aluko could feel a little bit aggrieved not mm. to um, not to have a start yesterday because I was, I was away um, down in Cornwall last Saturday, so fortunately missed the Bolton game, but <laughs> apparently he was probably the pick of a pick of a Paul Bunch last week yeah, and well. as soon as I saw that team come in and Selena was in it he's a good problem solver player Selena not quite to Mick McCarthy when we had Tom Lawrence levels where it was right <laughs> you lot you lot keep the goals out and Lawrence you're going to take all the set plays and shoot whenever you like but do you know what I mean Craig having a having a player who can dribble and create and we always talk about an outlet as yeah. being a big striker that you kick the ball up to and they hold it up but sometimes that guy with the first touch who can then just move away and um people back off him as well don't they and they 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 double up it it could be yeah. um it could be an interesting one having him back in Craig couldn't it yeah exactly that as you say he just relieves pressure a bit in a different ways and you know that you can ping it into him and he'll it'll he'll control it and um... every relief now is is just <laughs> I, can't, I can't it's it's like looking at a car crashes now sorry go on it, yeah, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it clean for the rest. Yeah, promise. Um, yeah, he will just get you up, and he'll just get you up the pitch, won't he? He'll allow you to push further the pitch. And what happened yesterday is there's already an understanding between him and Carol. You know, these are obviously good footballers. Him, Carol, Fraser, the, the Swansea together, Alton. Carol and Selena. They, well, well, the day ships passed in the night. Carry on that's, talking. I'm not going to Google that. Yeah, but you know, but you know, good footballers. Get an understanding, you know, quicker than quicker than others, don't they? Now, so yeah, yesterday right. it, it already looked like things were clicking. I appreciate they've had a week on the training ground and another week um, after after yesterday as well. So yeah, fingers crossed. He'll, uh, I say, they'll all get some sort of understanding. I think That's you're good. right. You know, I always try and bring a bring a absolutely 80, 81 analogy into it. Even, it. even in the great sides, it's you know, town. They just give the ball to Tyson if they wanted to breathe. They just go the yeah. ball to Tyson and keep it for thirty seconds. You know. No, um, absolutely. And probably absolutely. the same at this level with Selena. And you only have to listen to comments from Appleton and other managers. You know, they. I don't think. I don't think this is sour grapes. They are generally envious when they look at our squad and the players we've got at League One level. For goodness' sake, especially the the likes of uh, Lincoln, who had a great season last season. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, are they stronger or weaker than last season? Mm-hmm. They may be a bit stronger in terms of you know the pattern of play, building the experience of the manager, the upward yeah. trajectory but um you know quality wise probably quality not wise a couple of the best players yeah. go out don't they i didn't mention morgan rogers as well the winger they had oh. last season who's a um 
Bournemouth gone. now, isn't he? On, yeah, just on gone. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is, I mean, this came to Burgess really quickly, this chance early on. It's a bit of a, how did this not go in? But it's quite a tricky, quite a tricky chance, Dave. Obviously, it will go down comes, in the underlying metrics as a as yeah. a big chance because he's so Yeah, close it, it him, comes to him. Like, he I puts think it against the crossbar the and then in an comes back in. down. And yeah. um, then there's a chance for Evans to sort of scoop it in. But unlucky not to take the lead there, Dave. Yeah, he reacts quite well to it, probably, because I think that comes, as you see that ball come across, that sort of defender sort of like leaning to one side, the defender on the edge of the six-yard box there. I'm sorry, closer in, but three yards out there, tries to get his head around it, and he sort of he, he sort of heads it away, but straight to straight to Burgess there, you can see there, he just sort of reacts to it. It's almost a involuntary, hits him on the head almost, doesn't have time to, to react or direct it in, really. So but a bit unfortunate at that pace as well, really. Um, and he does it again, Craig, um, for whatever problems we've we've had these past um, or first eight games. We appear to have a striker who, providing they stay fit and the team is functioning remotely in a, a you know decent attacking way, is going to going to score a lot of goals. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you glass half empty, Craig. Um, Michael Appleton, let's just raise the elephant in the room, was very angry about this goal and it's it's one of those where you ask the question if that was against my team would I agree with what Michael Appleton was saying and then you have to factor in you know that Michael Appleton probably has to send a message to his fans to <laughs> keep them up but um Coulson um I mean look, let's take it from the start they just get caught square don't they it's not even that quick a bit of passing by us and the ball's moved out to Coulson we've talk forever and a day about fullbacks quote bombing on he doesn't really have to bomb on it's a mark venus type um yeah, trajectory awesome. for the for the cross isn't it but um does bon foul Iyoima or not with a little clever little shove in the back before a very good he- header and you can take apart the whole goal craig but just just start with the issue of the potential foul and if you're a lincoln fan would you be yelling at the ref yeah, I think you would, wouldn't you? I think it, it, it's it, as you say, it's a clever nudge, isn't it? Um, uh, and it probably is a fifty-fifty call. You will get it, and sometimes you'll get it against you. But you know damn well that the three of us here, had it been at the other end of the pitch, and Burgess had been the one that had a little nudge in the back just before Scully slams it in from twelve yards, then we'd be saying, "What's a stonewall free kick? Why is it not being given?" Um, and as, and as you say again that. It wasn't bombing on um, Coulson. It, it sort of started at right back and made its way all the way across our back four. And Coulson broke forward, did like he does, 20 yards, 20, 30 yards, and got a quick crossing. He didn't take it all the way to the ball, and he crossed yeah. it from, what, 25 yards out, didn't he? But it's a lovely cross, isn't it? It's curling it away, is. and Bond just nice. times it perfectly. And that the connection and the power he gets from being so far out, 12 yards out, is just... A great, great. It's, it's, it's a pace on the cross, in it. It's, 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 it's a lovely, it clean contact. You, you, you summed it up, it? Ben. It's a Venus type crossing, and it is an unusual one because you know in those situations, every time I'm certainly right in front of where well, somewhere I sit and where Craig sits, it's, you know, when you're looking at left back, every time him and Penny have got the ball in that position, I think that's the first time I can recall them singing a crossing like that this season. And very much is get the ball inside, make the run get it, get it, you know, get it to the byline, then whip it across. So it was a great early cross and he, he slips, doesn't he? It's, it's clever by Bond because he just, he, yeah, there's a nudge there. Definitely there is. But what well, you're right, Ben, what a header. He just adjusts, doesn't he? It's a great header. 
It's difficult. I was before I went to work yesterday. I was watching. I was watching Billy Sharp playing for Sheffield United, and no, like everyone looks at Sammy Morsey and thinks Shahouse, don't they? Whereas Billy Sharp, you think, oh, Billy Sharp, he's a classic guy, isn't he? But no one notices his Shahousery because, like Bond, perhaps yesterday. Um, I don't think we can get the, can get the position of the referee's not quite in shot. He's going to be looking at Colson and then following the ball over and relying on the assistant referee. So, yeah, um, maybe a, a, a Billy Sharp level of shithousery rather and than also, a, I think, also probably Sammy Appleton. Morsey clattering. Oh, probably Appleton's a little bit hissed off with his centre-half just not being stronger there as well. I knew you would say that, Dave. Got to be, got to be stronger and stand up yeah. to it, Craig. And yeah. there, wasn't, there wasn't that much... You know, there was a couple of guys on the edge of the box who complained the ref, but, you know, his centre-off no. pair wasn't... They weren't all over much. Much. No, no, no. no. Um, chance for Wes Burns in the sort of inside left position. Does this hit the bar, Craig? No, I think it, I think it might just clip it as it goes over, but that that was just, a, a, as you were saying earlier, about Carol and, and Selena. Yeah. That was a little bit of interplay, which I think starts with Bond tracking back and winning the ball, and that's when Carol flicks it behind him Oh, um, that was Carol was. That's beautiful. You like that, yeah. Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through to Selena. And Selena sort of plays the reverse pass. And Burns has run from all the way on the right wing to be in the left channel. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? Hopefully, fingers crossed, that these this week on the training ground has you know just gotten more understanding and movement and off the ball, et cetera, et cetera. But Dave, it's that it's that vertical passing that if you can um if you can execute, which Selena can do whilst carrying the ball as well, yeah. that's that's the killer, isn't it? You can you can move the ball for the first goal nine times out of ten um sort of horizontally across the pitch and it's hard, but that type of you know, cutting through on you transition defend, you're just is taking defend, you're taking difficult, defenders out of the game. You're, you're taking defenders out of the game. And as, uh, you know, that old cliche, he's got that in his locker, hasn't he? Um, it's another cliche. Gonna... Sorry, Ben. It's, it's another no, cliche. It's, it's diagonal runs and straight balls or yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight, straight balls and oh, diagonal, you know, diagonal balls and straight runs. It's one or the other, isn't it? And, it, and that was a perfect example of it. Brilliant. Yeah. I was just going to bring up uh, Macaulay Bond's numbers because I think they're worth reading while I get more and more excited about a potential striker scoring a lot of goals. Uh, The number we need to give you, I mean, it's four goals in three, five for the season. Scoring frequency, a goal every 79 minutes, which is, you know, if you're a goal every 180 minutes as a striker, you know, the the goal every other game, unless you're a Kevin Phillips character or a David Johnson back in the day for us. But... um, (laughs) They're very exciting numbers, Dave, aren't they? Well, be be even better if we um, if we cast our minds back to Cheltenham. But um, yeah, it, it, they, they just are. And, and and you know that that's what impressed me most about him is the way he came back because from that Cheltenham miss because that could that could destroy, destroy. But you know, yeah, he's still a really okay, quite experienced, played at a higher level, but still, you know, a relatively young lad, local lad, and the, you know the character he's come back because look, he did get a bit of a slating for that and. Arguably, rightly so. How he's come back from that um, goals, goals of goals of talk, goals do the talking. Yeah, superb. And he just looks like a proper. I didn't realise he was that good. I must admit, um, just looks like a proper. As you said, Ben, looking at those stats, a proper all-round centre forward can lead the line. Pretty good in the air, um, intelligent running, and he can finish. Goals and, pay and, the and... rent. <laughs> Egan does his shit. His share. Right? <laughs> 
And fair play, fair play to Cook for keeping him in, you know, because he's got no, absolutely. He's got, got Piggott on the bench, hasn't he? Yeah, um, like I said, Cook could have easily let, let, left him out after that. Um, what was it for the? It was the MK game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. The well, he, MK and he game. could have argued he was doing it for his own good as well. Absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. No um, great character. Craig, you were talking about the balance of the bench. The solution in the second half. Be interesting your thoughts on this. So Coulson goes out on fifty-one, and I believe Burgess goes and plays left back, and. Wolfenden goes and plays centre-back. And then 15 minutes later, Harper is um, put in. Now, um, forgive me, I was working yesterday, so um, anyone at the game will be able to uh, fill me in on this. But did, did he then go and play front left or did he make up in a, in a midfield three to kind of shut up shop a little bit, Craig? He, he sort of played nominally number 10, really. He, you know, like for like with Shalina, although he did drift a lot to the left. Um, right. And interestingly, in post-match, when Cook was talking, he, he said that um, we've been playing, you know, we've been playing Rakeem as a defensive midfielder. I'm not entirely sure he's suited to that. You know, he may be more suited playing further forward. Oh, crikey, we don't need another guy who can play number 10. That'd be like our eighth or ninth of the season so far. But it was also quite interesting that, well, I thought we were signing players to fit into this system and you know you you sign this guy and he can't play in one of the two defensive midfield positions but when he came on he was very good he was neat he was tidy again he linked up well with Carroll he linked up well with Fraser um and as we know you know he's he's, he's a he's a very good potentially a Rolls-Royce of a footballer isn't he Harper nice. mm. um Dave, technical player. you you can do the other refereeing um call here and in the interest of balance we have to do this this is uh right back reagan paul at the end of the game and i'm looking at the hatching (laughs) on the pitch um (laughs) they're notorious they're notorious for doing it slightly off ben they do it diagonally (laughs) over it depending where the hard camera is yeah right (laughs) so uh my views on this dave and by the way the ball's gone into the back post and um pull the right back has um sort of run off the back and stuck it in the net if you're using Arsene Wenger's um, feet rule, he's onside. But by the actual rules, I think, and we don't have a conclusive act, I is he leaning offside? <laughs> it's, or, or am I, a, yeah, am I stretching? Such, we don't have a conclusive a angle. If you, go, if get you go back to that picture, it looks like, is it Burgess? If you go back to that shot, is yeah. it is that as other Edmondson? I assume it's Burgess. He's left yeah. as Edmondson. Oh, he looks. Oh, it's such a tight one, isn't it? And Ben, you know, this is this is the whole season. This is for me encapsulates the whole season so far. It's just fine lines, isn't it? It is fine lines. You know, the missed penalty, the the bloody bond miss that we've already spoken about. But you know, could have easily disallowed the bond goal for a push. Could have easily allowed that goal. You know, it's very fine lines. And yesterday. It, kind of kind of went for us but yeah again if it was you if it was your player um you'd feel a little bit aggrieved wouldn't you there Craig we've seen some of them on the VAR in the Premier League where you look at it and then you see the side on and you do see the is it the beat it video where Michael Jackson leans <laughs> leans forward like that and Billy still Jean, keeps his Billy Jean is it no nah, Billy Jean's the one with the um oh, the yeah, floor the lights up it's very flips the coin into yeah. the Arcade, no, the I might be smooth criminal actually. He's really yeah, smooth criminal. criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, and then you see the side on, and they they are clearly offside. But um, again, can we fall back on there not being a conclusive side on angle there, Craig? You can do if you want, or you can say it's blatantly offside by about <laughs> onside by about a foot. You say it's up to you. 
in football Twitter, full, I, I think full... you just have to add either, and there's no debate, end of story, or, and it's not even close. Apparently on football Twitter, that wins the argument there and then, even if you add it after a subjective opinion, I've heard. I blame, blame Ben, I blame the fullback. You shouldn't have been moonwalking in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. And I'll tell you what else I like is a is a 1-0 away win yes. and a clean Bleach sheet. sheet. Uh, let's have a look at some numbers then because um, I'm quite pleased to see these numbers this way around because we've seen them the other way around and us uh, not winning games. So 55-45 on the possession to Lincoln. Uh, 10 shots to five, but only two apiece on target. Eight corners to three in Lincoln's favour, but always revealing for you XG people. Zero big chances, Lincoln. One big chance, Ipswich, which would would be the Burgess chance as well, not yeah. not the goal. And I'm just going to scroll down. You'll like this, Dave. Um, tackles fifteen to nine in our favour. Interceptions yeah. sixteen to nine in our favour. Clearances twenty six to ten. Um, Craig, we've been wanting the um, uh, elite League One players to go and um, do the business at the attacking end, but um, they've won a tight game there with a clean sheet, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And as I said, it, it was it was archetypical game of two halves, wasn't it? First half we were very good, very open, expansive, getting forward. Second half it was very much um, backs to the wall. But Burgess um, stood up. Edmondson one headers got blocks in. Obviously, Danassian was you know, most people's mind was man of the match yesterday for keeping Scully relatively quiet. But you know, and then obviously when Coulson goes off and you and you bring Wolfenden on, you've now got three, arguably four centre-halves playing all along your back four, which you know, will keep you solid from it's a defensive end. It's Craig, isn't it? Yeah, it's very... Was it Roy Keane where we had Eastman playing right back, wasn't it, at that time? Right. Um, but it obviously keeps you very solid. You know, you'll win, therefore, by virtue, you'll win headers. But obviously, again, you'll be dropping a bit deeper because you're not having Coulson bombing on. You haven't got Vincent Young bombing on. You know, these guys will probably stay where they are. So you're probably inviting more pressure, but by the same token, more capable of um, absorbing it and uh, getting rid of it. And also, fair play to Flagge. He had a, you know, they, they huffed and puffed Lincoln yesterday, um, second half. They didn't really cut us open too much. A lot of stuff was long range. Um, and Flagge's handling was, was pretty yeah. solid. Dave, you like that? You like seeing that side of a winning performance? Yeah, exactly. No, you're right. Because you, we, we've all agreed, you know, we, we'll say we've got the fire, certainly the firepower and the creativity up top. But, you know, that's what we've been, that's what we've been missing. And I've got to say, really pleased with Danassian. I mean, Danassian, right the way all through this, seems to have been a model pro. Absolutely, you know, comes out, never lets, uh, you know, never really lets the side down. And, and as, as Craig said, he was superb because oh, clearly, obviously, Rich, it wasn't too difficult for once to pick out Lincoln's, um, you know, danger man. I mean, crikey, just look at that little cameo from the Cambridge game last week. Um, that Scully, really, really dangerous player at that level. And, you know, Danassian obviously played him, you know, played him really well. So, no, really pleased with Danassian. And uh, look, we said this all along. Sometimes you almost sort of stumble across this sort of stuff and look Vincent Young Vincent Young even struggled Craig was there Tuesday even struggled mm. against West Ham a bit I think it's just a general question mark I think about his fitness and maybe it's almost with him it's a perhaps a bit of a psychological thing about his fitness as well he's just not not the same player not the same player as he was so very fortunate that Danassian's come in and done and done so well so yeah shame that you know Coulson um with his what would, <laughs> Coulson with his with his injury that's just that's you know potential a, a shame because again you know really like the look of him but again I think Penny really hasn't let 
anyone down when he's been playing so far so far yeah. this season. I'm not quite sure he's quite up to Coulson attacking-wise. But, you know, defensively, I don't think he's let anyone down. So there's a natural replacement there. So, yeah, let's see. I'm going to put two and two together and make a thousand here. But we've signed players this um, summer that I never thought we'd get. Um, obviously, massive sympathies to all Derby fans. But we all know the oh. Derby right back, Nathan Byrne. Um, is a Paul Cook guy and virtually all of Derby's <laughs> squad will be for sale in January. And whilst people get distracted by Louis Sibley and Christian Bielik and Max Bird and Lee Buchanan, perhaps Nathan Byrne may become available. And <laughs> now, I'm just going to throw it out there in two and two and get ten. But again, um, yeah, we, um, we know what happens there. Um, and speaking to Derby fans... We've been there, believe you me. We've been there with administration. And it's not not fun, but I'm I'm just saying there's a Paul Cook right back who's going to become available <laughs> in a couple of months. And right back, Claxon. We've signed players before that we didn't think we were going to get that had previously played for Paul Cook or Mark Ashton, etc. So, as a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There we go. Speaking of Paul Cook, Craig, do you want to hear from him? And I'm not doing the voice. Um, uh, I'm pleased for everyone. You saw Mark Ashton and uh, Mike O'Leary at the end of the game, all our stuff. It means so much to us all. Um, I think sometimes supporters have got to be careful. He nearly said it, didn't he? He nearly said it there. Uh, not when you criticise, you pay your money. You're entitled to do that. We brought in 20 new players. If you look at the performance last week and compare it to this week's performance, you see what the training ground has worked on. Um, and then he mentions the Wednesday game. I get a sense from Paul Kirk. Um, and look, he's quite a savvy speaker in respects of saying a lot, but not saying a lot. But anything, did yeah. you get a bit of a sense, Craig, of 
I'm going to repeat the same message I was repeating when we were losing, but from a position of strength. And ergo, uh, it has a bit more value this week. Yeah, you know, and he's all he's asking for each week is just just a bit of patience. Just give us some time, you know, and things will come good. He's pretty much promised these things will come good. Just give us a bit of bit of patience you know, on the training ground. And to be fair, this week was not chalk and cheese. To, well, it was chalk and cheese. Cross five two to a one nil away win. It is chalk and cheese, but they just looked more solid at the back and they looked more with more understanding going forward which can only be a good thing and I think personally it's it's another good thing that we've got another week off so we can even you know b- build on that week that we've had previously now we haven't got a midweek game that's going to stutter us if you like I just I'm just so pleased for him you know I like Paul Cook I think he's a lovely guy that bit in, in his interview where he glanced up to the sky for his old man and oh, stuff like that, that was, yeah that was emotional yeah wasn't it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I just think now, thankfully, we've got that monkey off our back. We've got the first win. We can all just calm down a bit now, give them all a bit of time, a bit of breathing space. You know, Dave knows. Dave's spoken to the guy. He's just a, a lovely, lovely bloke, you know. Basically. No one has got a bad thing to say. You know, maybe Teddy Bishop has, maybe Alan Judge has, maybe Cole Skews has, maybe Luke Chambers has. But, you know, people who come up to him in the street or maybe bump into him at a golf club, possibly, they've just got <laughs> nice, nice things to say. Nice things to say about him, haven't they? Buried you, know, you there, Dave. Absolute burial. I an love approachable, it. An approachable. I'm not talking about Dave now. A lovely. He's a lovely approachable. <laughs> oh, Dave is too, people. actually. Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Of course Feel he is. free. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> no, you, you know, everything you said. Everything you said. He is just so open and you know, sort of friendly and honest and the sort of guy that you want to, you know, and you want it to, you want it to work out. Yeah, uh, feel free to approach David again, but there is a protocol here. You can talk to him for 90 seconds. Um, Only tops. 90 seconds. Don't make eye contact at any point. And um, if you want a photo, that needs to be done within the first 30 seconds. And that does count towards your 90 seconds with David. I'm afraid, that, I'm afraid it will. After that, we, we will be charging. There is a fee after that. Um, <laughs> He's a bit like I Marco mean, Bielsa, aren't you, David? You've got to talk to the guy who's standing next to you. And I the met guy someone will really... You. Um, Did you call him Marco re- there, Craig? Yeah, maybe. Marco um, Van Basten. Yeah, there was, a, there was a guy who came up at halftime on, on Tuesday night, actually. And I always forget, when these people come up... Break the rules. You know, pod, so, yeah, yeah, you know, pod and stuff like that. I always forget to ask their names, to give them a name check. So if you're listening, you know who you are. I came up and said hello. Really nice to meet you. And um, Did he make eye yeah, contact, hope... though, Dave? Sorry? Did he make eye contact with you? No, so. Good, no, good. He, no. he knows... He knows. He knows yeah. the diamond rule. Let's go to Twitter, and um, something's caught my eye here because I've just brought my Twitter up for the Blue Monday questions. If you look down the right, if you watch it on YouTube, it's suggesting David Diamond and Craig Fimbo as people to follow down the side there. Can you see that? That's very interesting. Um, another example of um, the world reading our minds. I do, I do have a little uh, gimmick here that may or may not be listening to me as I'm talking and giving me oh, suggestions yeah. as to... Um, as to who to follow, you can um, you can go and follow these two boys um, at David Diamond or at Fims seventy five. You can follow me at Benjamin Bloom um, and um, the Blue Monday Twitter is at Blue Monday ITFC, where we have uh, plenty of questions. Uh, let's go to you, uh, Craig first. Nice simple one there at Crablet eighty one. Is Janoy Danasian our best right back? Um, go for more than a one word answer. <laughs> Yes, he is currently. Um, <laughs> you no, know, I think he is. As, as Dave said, he, he's he's 
he's been solid, solid professional. And even in the preseason games, he was pretty much a de facto captain in in the preseason games um, that we all went to. Um, and you know, he may he doesn't give you that um, attacking instinct going forward. But at this point in time, we probably don't need that. You know, we probably do need a little bit of solidity. And he's he's offering it. And as I say yesterday, he did get into the box um, occasionally. I think he he won the corner that. Um, Burgess hit against the crossbar in the end, so he wasn't, he wasn't you know, sitting just in front of um, Hlanke. He was getting forward as well. But, yes, he is 100% currently the best right, which is an absolute bloody travesty for poor old Vincent Young, isn't it? You know, geez, we've just got to hope it's not going to be another Emir Hughes where, you you know, That's you hang all your hopes. Craig. Yeah, you hang all your hopes on this one shining light. You know, that, that those half a dozen games he had when he first came in, you thought, bloody hell's bells, here we go. And the poor guy is just... You know, just looks bereft of confidence. He's just looks so un. Christ, it's me talking here, but he just looks so unfit. You know, last last week, the, sorry, Dave, the yeah. the Bolton game where he got hooked after twenty minutes. He made a a run down the right hand side towards us in our corner near that corner flag, and turned back. And I said on Friday night in the pre match show, running back to halfway, he looked like he was dragging a tire behind him. He was just so slow, he just couldn't get there. You know, that's a that's a concern. I thought. Are you going to come in on that, Dave? Sorry. Yeah, he just seems fragile, doesn't he? I think the word is. Mm. He's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad to see. But look, he's young enough. What, mid-20s, yeah. isn't he? He's hopefully young enough to to come back from that. I think Emir Hughes is perhaps a little bit, a couple of years older than that, only two or three years older than that, maybe. But yeah, you think he's young enough and he can come back, come, you know, come back from that. Because, you know, when he first came, he was just, just magnificent, wasn't he? For goodness. Okay. And perhaps a, a very average side, but he was superb, wasn't he? Uh, Dave, uh, let's read this one from uh, Ben uh, at Ben Dawkins. Uh, sat amongst the home fans, our time-wasting tactics and goal kicks were really getting to them. Uh, does this mean we're getting a bit more streetwise? Um, is this a case of Dave? Um, people only notice it when it works, don't they? Do you know what I mean? That type of thing. Everyone tries it. I think it is. I think it is a bit streetwise, and we've all said to get out of that league. You are not just going to get out of that league by playing pretty nice football. It's not. It is going to be attrition, and it's going to be some. To coin a phrase, it's going to be shithousery, isn't it? And fine if we do that. If you know what team isn't going to isn't going to do that when it's backs to a wall at one nil up. So no, I haven't got an issue with that at all. Uh, and I, and sorry, on, sorry. Please, so, I was going to say that we did we did try against Woodward and Clanky got booked for time waste, and then we ended up conceding in the final yes, good point. ten yes. seconds that he, yeah. he added yeah. on. But yeah. it and I, it's the same when when teams come to our place and and they're winning the game or drawing the game and it gets to the last ten minutes and they start shit housing and wasting time. I've got no problem with it. You know, if if you're an away team and you've got into a position whereby you're you've got a result away from home, good luck to you. The the you know the onus is on the home team to not be in that position. And also, having said that, there was like seven minutes of added on time. Yes, yesterday. yeah, so good I point. Think, yeah. Certainly, I think the ref, um, the ref sort of allowed something for that if that was the case. Yeah, um, we could have an entire podcast on the sixty-minute real-time stop mm. clock idea, which has had some legs for quite a few years, hasn't it? But there we go. They, I'm uh, sure they, they used to do that on Sky. Sky used to at the end of every match put on the you know. Oh, do you remember the Craig Burn, Burnley v Cardiff? I think it was Warnock and Dice. Oh, Paul was in play. play for like 35 minutes or something. There's your um, money's worth. <laughs> always wow. get your money's worth with Warnock. You know Love that. Uh, Dave, just a quick one here. Um, Tim's asking about a, a crap. I was suggesting in the um, in the Wednesday show, 
I think I said somewhere in Rushmere, David Diamond is winding up for the biggest crap in Blue Monday history. Yeah, but, I, I, listeners, you're not going to get that today, I'm afraid. No, no, no you're not no, going to no get way. a. No way, no way today. You wish for either. No, no, none of that. None of that today. Um, let's have a look at another question. Whose turn is it? It's Craig's, isn't it? Um, <laughs> let's go, John, there. Uh, um, at John Ab, one, two, three, four, five. Um, I was there yesterday. Brilliant win and team performance. Carol Evans played really well together as deep midfielders. Selena Fraser um, struck up a good early understanding. Emerson Burgess were immense. Would you chaps go with that team next week, Craig? Obviously, um, this will be filled in more on the preview show. But um, with a win now, can you see this thing of, right, that's the team. Get into it now for all of the um, players not in it, including... Championship Player of the Month, Connor Chaplin from December 2019. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it, obviously, Coulson, it, touch and go, I don't think he's going to be fit. As you said, Penny will, will slip in there. But Paul Cook said himself he, he's loyal to players. He doesn't like swapping out players for the sake of it. But obviously, tell Sonia Luco that. But um, it just, there's no reason to to change the team. Now, as, we, as we said, yesterday's performance was you know, a good combination of backs to the wall, solid defending, which you want to see, and also good combinations and and yeah. um, understandings going forward. So there, there is no reason, injuries aside, um, to, to change it at all, I don't think. No. So now we're starting to get these. It'd be interesting to see what happens when Morsey comes back. If we win the next game or draw Wednesday and win the one after whatever, and Sam Morsey sort of sudden fit, yeah, we'll see what happens then. I think we all know what's going to happen then, Craig. <laughs> but there you nice, go. nice problem to have. Um, have Dave, there, it's not a bad problem. Can you just come in on that? There's a couple of questions about the goalkeeper spot as well. Um, Adam is asking about that. Can you just add in the goalkeeper position there? Because, uh, again, I was just very flippant about Morsi. Uh, Walton will be back. That's more an interesting one, isn't it? Because clearly he Rubbing was Clearly, yeah, clearly um, up till last weekend, he wasn't, he wasn't happy with either Hladke or certainly not, not Holy. And Walton came and came straight back, straight in. Um, you know, Hladke again has given him perhaps a, a, a nice a nice problem, a, a bit of a tricky problem, which is, as you say, never a bad problem for the manager to have. So, uh, yeah, that will be interesting. But, you know, once we find out what this, um, how serious this abductor, might be a really serious injury, hopefully it's not, might be a really serious injury abductor, I'm not, I'm obviously not quite sure, but hopefully it's not. Um, it will be interesting to see what he does, but I would have thought that, look, he'd just go with the same, why would he not just go with the same team next week? Injuries right. permitting, other than other than Colson. A couple of people asking about the number 10 spot, um, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Alex there, uh, do we need to reevaluate the 10? The idea of a silky forward uh, might not suit us in... League One. Um, I think this, um, before you, you come back in it, I think this number 10 position, I, I, I think, like to Alex's point there, has modernised a bit. Everyone kind of thinks about, I don't know, Teddy Sheringham or Beardsley or Cantona and then like sort of Raquel May playing behind. And, but it can very much be, and we've, we've con- continually mentioned Nick Powell, who's very, very good at one thing, running into the box and headering goals, basically, and, and finishing stuff. So um, what about this tension then between the forwards potentially trying to get that position, one of the wide players They're trying to get it? that position? does feel like potentially in that squad, I mean, Craig, you can probably reel them off, 
and I'm not joking, 10 players could play in that in in that position. Where where are you with this now, uh, Dave? Uh, Selena has the shirt. It's a free and easy, but it's an odd position, isn't it? Because it almost worked. Well, I say tactically worked, seemed to work for us yesterday. You know, Selena and I, I, I wasn't there yesterday, but, you know, listening to listening to Brenner and Alex Matthews. So, you know, Alex Matthews talking about Selena in that position. Yeah, lovely player. You can see technically he's probably head and shoulders above everyone else on the pitch. However, he can be a bit loose in possession. You know, there was one once or twice where I think he was trying quite extravagant back heels and flicks and tricks and Craig had probably seen that you know and he said he's perhaps a little bit too free and easy in possession and it seemed to work perhaps in that more you know when we were backs to the wall in the last 20 minutes or so when or however when um when harper came when harper came on and perhaps again filled that role filled his his central role but filled it you know and perhaps a little bit more i said 20 30 yards further forward up the pitch we just looked a little bit more in control you know in control of things but again it's just a nice i mean my God, if 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 you pitch Selena in there and Selena stays in there, pretty much injury free, God God hope for the you know for the rest of the season, I'll, I'll use it. We're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't we? Because <laughs> there it is. Well, he's just going to rip teams apart, isn't he? He just is. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's again, it's it's quite a nice. It's an it's a nice thing. I always think this ten things are bloody fallacy anyway. I mean, the first time I ever saw it, and again harping back, I was I always have the opportunity to the best player I've ever seen doing it in a in any sort of formation is Eric Gates. Best, in my opinion, the best. You know, so clever. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, and again, maybe it will be horses for courses. You know, perhaps if we start to gain the momentum, we have sort of home games and we're on top and dominating teams. You'll see Selena playing there, and then perhaps a more you know, that revert back that, to a more defensive role. That's a great point. Before you come in on that, I was just going to say that, um, Dave, because you've almost got, you can make a choice as to what type of number 10 you're going to have. Oh. Um, because if we, literally, I've just brought the squad up there, if you're watching on YouTube, they can all do it in a slightly different way. And we all know that a number 10 who drifts back and gets the ball off central midfielders is a number eight, literally, anyway. So you could do that with a with a sort of Harper-type player. You can even do that with a Tom Carroll-type player as well. Do you know what I mean? You could literally drop the central midfield in. Um, you could use Selena like yesterday. Then we've got the idea of someone like a, a Pigger or even mm. Bond doing it. I know we don't want to move Bond away from the goal no, when, he's, no. when he's scoring so many goals. And you, like, um, mm. I always mentioned Vidra for Derby, played number 10 for a season top scorer in the championship like you say Dave just because he's a striker with a with a brain more than more than more than a goal scorer um what's your what's your take on this Craig could it literally be a right I'll drop this one in this week or this one in next week yeah exactly that and and, and you can do it during the match as you said as Dave said you know, yeah, yesterday yeah. We, we may have been in a position whereby Selena was starting to blow a little bit so you want more of a like more of a like for like so you bring Chaplin on to play at number 10 or you want to go a bit longer, so you bring Pigger on to play in that number 10 with Verona, or even did Norwood. Norwood's done it for as well. You've got Fraser playing left, wide left currently. Well, he's a number played number 10 for MK, so you can bring him to be you know, sort of an in-betweener, a Harper and a Selina type number 10. You've got Harper you brought in as a number 10. It's just a ridiculous, a ridiculous amount of... Louis, Louis Barry. I mean, boy, look at it. Look, look, Edwards hasn't even been in the squad for the last two or three games. I mean, scary, scary ability. I mean, good God. It's, yeah. But I think, shoot me down, but if this does start to take off and gain momentum, 
we could just blow teams away, couldn't we? I hope so. Be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, Craig, I'm going to appeal to your um, cynical side here and say, guess what kind of a tweet I got? And we'll bring up uh, <laughs> Mullet's tweet. After the week Cook has had and the manner we greeted him before the game and Ashton after <laughs> it, uh, this win is a good reminder of how powerful supporting your club can be. Um, so, Craig, um, and bear in mind, Bristol City had a very, very good away <laughs> win at QPR. Um, guess what happened on my Twitter feed after the game? And then elaborate on the um, exuberance of our chief executive. Oh, my God. See, I Again, I did the Friday show with Rich and Room 101. I'm, honestly, I'm going to blow him away with this week's Room 101. <laughs> it's not even going to be close. But I, I had one of two choices. I had the one that I put in, which was kids holding up, I want your shirt. Can I have your shirt signs? Think of the, the children. Other one, yeah. The other one was going to be yeah, all for that. bloody Bristol City fans just jumping on a loss, an Ipswich Town loss. Oh, there's loads of Bristol City fans. Oh, this is what Ashton gets you. This is what Ashton gets you. What the hell's it got to do with Ashton? Anyway, yes, so good for him. And, and you know, it's all it is a bit, little bit weird that he's going along High-fiving the crowd and <laughs> crowd-surfing with his Herman Ryderson shirt <laughs> on his back and stuff like that. A little, bit, a little bit crazy. But, no, fair play to him. You know, he's, he's, this poor sod's worked so bloody hard in the last it's eight weeks, ten weeks, how long he's been here. You must think, Christ almighty, just give us a give us a win to enjoy. And, yeah, good. I'm glad he is. So I spoke to him briefly, clang, at um, Cheltenham. Um, and he was, again, just approachable. You know, we are saying about Paul Cook being approachable. Just approachable to talk to and have a chat and you know we'll just shoot the breeze if you little one just so pleased for all of them that the pressure just must have been such a release yesterday um rather than a reef just a release of pressure let them enjoy it good luck to them dave if you hadn't guessed i had some bristol city fans pop up in my timeline sure it was on the they, I think they appeared on the forum as well or someone posted some stuff yeah. on I on think Twitter Ross from the Ross from the paper had a good video <clears throat> of uh, like following Ashton um, Yeah, no, I saw it. Yeah. along the doing his wrestler's entrance where you're sl slapping hands <laughs> and kissing babies but yeah, there you go. I'm um, sure thank GB, you. I'm sure G I'm sure GB was in amongst there somewhere but I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure. Uh, he probably can't remember if it was a away game <laughs> involving the train. Bless him. Yeah, GB. Check out the Naked Football Show every um, every Wednesday <laughs> night uh, as well. Thank you, everybody, for uh, getting your questions in. Once again, you can follow on Twitter at Blue Monday, ITFC. Um, and uh, that's for the flagship questions. And when we're on the live show, make sure you've subscribed to, to YouTube and you can um, ask your questions in real time and get involved in the debate. Those shows are normally on Wednesday, although we've been up against um, games and whatnot, so we might go a bit bit later this Wednesday night, but follow the Twitter to find out about that. Um, the table. Um, and yes, okay. Uh, Ipswich still in 19th position and still not yet at... Um, the one point per game kind of um, actually in League One, it tends to skew even slightly higher than that for uh, survival with four um, four teams relegated rather than uh, three. But hopefully those are not the standards we're going to be judging this team by um, long term. Uh, so, I mean, is your glass half empty or half full? It's the first win, the first clean sheet, and you can see a run of five points in four games. So, hopefully moving above that threshold and um, closer to 1.5 or two points per game going forward. And um, David, it is Sheffield Wednesday 
Next, they've had a little um, slide. I think they drew against Shrewsbury. Yeah, they did. Uh, yesterday. Um, Bannon, at Bannon, home. Missed a, Bannon missed a pen. Yeah, saw that. Really? Yeah. Um, at Bannon home. Yeah. Uh, so how are you looking at this? We, we talk about big clubs in League One. Uh, welcome big... along next week, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, mate. I mean, it'll be good, won't it? I mean, you know, after, especially after a win. I mean, again, our support at both home and obviously away has been magnificent. I don't know what the average is, but I think we've been looking at 19, 20, uh, around that 19,000, 20,000 mark. We all know Sheffield Wednesday will bring great support. So it'll be a good atmosphere. They always bring good support. So just looking forward to that. And, you know, you get a win there. Hot, hot on the heels of that Tuesday week is Doncaster at home, who are you know obviously mm. obviously struggling. So, you know, uh, you'd be hoping for, let's say, you know, you would on the back of yesterday, hoping for some momentum and and six points from those six points from those two games, and things suddenly look a lot rosier. Great. And some teams are struggling here. I mean, just looking at results yesterday. I don't know if you're going to cover those, but you know, Portsmouth losing at home to Cambridge for goodness' sake. Sunderland throwing away a, you know, two goal lead at um, I think at, at Fleetwood. Um, yeah, so um, again, didn't they? Lost again. Some, yeah, Charlton again. Really? A couple of, go- couple of goals from yeah. McCleary for Wickham yesterday. Looked really good at whatever he old he is. What 34, 35. Um, Again, looking at that, just comments on who we played so far. Any great surprise to see MK Dons up there? I think probably the most they're the most impressive side I've seen so far. Yeah, um, didn't, didn't um, they? Didn't Gillingham had a man sent off early? Didn't they? They, they were one nil. I think I they one nil up Gillingham, and they I, had man sent off. I think then you can see what, what MK Dons would have done after that. They'd just, just passed, passed the all over them. Passed yeah. all over them. Yeah, and and um, Wigan, Wigan, Wigan top. I mean, obviously a lot, lot of been said about. Um, you know, our manager's former former number two and now the, the Wigan, you know, now the Wigan coach. Um, yeah, the top um, couple for White, I think his first two goals yesterday and another one for <laughs> Mullet. Does it Mullet's Mullet, favourite? Good, good old Will <laughs> Keane. Mullet's mate, Will Keane, yeah. Um, Craig, before we come to you, I apologise for doing this, Dave, but my phone has just flashed up to tell nope. me that Jimmy Greaves has no. sadly died at the age of 81. So, Dave, just have a little think. And if you can give us a couple of thoughts, I know, sorry, that's a horrible thing uh, to react to immediately. Craig, do you want to just talk about uh, Sheffield Wednesday and then just while we're recording here, we'll just come to Dave on Jimmy Greaves? Yeah, yeah, well, pretty much as as Dave said, you know, it's it's an opportunity to build some momentum now, isn't it? And as Dave said, again, they will bring a lot of fans. Yeah, we've been getting nigh on 20,000 fans with only 200, 300 opposition fans. Well, they'll be bringing... 1,200 fans, won't they? And they'll be making a hell of a lot of noise as well. That's one thing they always do, is always make a hell of a lot of noise. So the atmosphere should be good. You know, we're on the back of a of a decent win. Um, so let's just, as Dave said again, Doncaster on the Tuesday, Accrington on the on the Saturday, who got their ass handed to them by Wigan, didn't they? So, yeah, let's, uh, let's start to build something now. Yeah, and then, and then the next time, so the next three home games, Craig, obviously Sheffield Wednesday, Donny, Greenton away than Shrewsbury at home. So, yeah. Um, just quickly on that, Dave, I know our listeners like to hear you talking about the, the great players the and a, a, a great striker and a, a TV mean, great as well. Just Can you just give us... Jimmy Greaves, I mean, goal machine. Jimmy absolute, Greaves, yeah. absolute goal machine wherever he played. Started at Chelsea, obviously went to Spurs twice, AC Milan. I think, 
that scored on his debut with every single team he played for, including I think West Ham, which I think was perhaps his last his last move to a to a top division over here. Um, I mean, England phenomenal England player. England, I think, pretty much up there in England's top five goal scorers. I think just behind, well, obviously it's moved on now. Rooney, um, yeah, Lineker, Charlton, but I think next comes Greece. He's got forty eight international goals. And, you know, the, the, the thing you always think about Jimmy Greaves is would have been a shoe-in right for the World Cup right the way through. Always, you know, Ramsey's would have been Ramsey's centre-forward, Ramsey's number nine until he picked up an injury against France in the in the group stage of the World Cup. And, you know, we all know his struggles later on in life with alcoholism and stuff like that. And I've read his book and, you know, fascinating book, really. And, it, and I think it all, so a lot of it boils down to that, that he could never quite get over you know, get over, get over that, you know, obviously very proud to be a member of that World Cup winning side, World Cup, sorry, World Cup winning squad, but it would have, that him would have been, history would have probably been rewritten, who knows, it would never have been Jeff Hurst, it would have been Jimmy Greaves, so yeah, um, just phenomenal play, and I think still at the top level, still holds the, you know, let's put the Premier League, you know, to one side, still holds, I'm sure, the record for the most, his, his goals to games ratio is just off the charts, absolutely ridiculous, and um, mm, Craig, yeah, sad we... news. And I know he's really been struggling. Um, I think I think with dementia. One, um, I think that's what he had, sadly. But um, but you know, a lot of obviously younger generations, well, slightly younger generation than me, and perhaps your your generation, Ben would, you know, um, remember him as part of you know Satan Greavesy. Brilliant. It was sort of staple Saturday lunchtime TV well, in was... the eighties, wasn't it? In the eighties, wasn't it? I was just going to bring Craig in on that. We see Roy Keane and Micah Richards now, or Carragher and Neville, the, certainly the forerunner to um, two ex-players, you know, sort of with charisma and, you know, before football really became a big TV event, um, was St. Greavesy, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and and actually, there's if people have got, is it BT Sport? I think there's that um, documentary, isn't there? There's a, like an hour and a half documentary on on Greasy and when he goes over he, they talk a lot about when he went over to Italy didn't he, he went to AC Milan very briefly um don't think he fancied it too much over there did he so <laughs> he came back and then played about 300 games for Spurs and scored two over 200 goals for him so his goals to games is ridiculous absolutely yeah, ridiculous and yeah, he's probably seen uh, all sorts of goals um, what a player yeah yeah but so, as, you, as you say just and again we're talking about you know People being approachable and nice guys. These, these are certainly these old, you know, older footballers from that certain era were just just lovely blokes on the telly. They were well, nice guys. We had guys. Ray Crawford on the on the show, yeah. Craig. Exactly. Caught, caught the bus. Caught the bus. To, yeah. <laughs> caught the bus from Norwich Road to get to Portman Road. You know, incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. Apologies to throw that in. We're recording on Sunday morning and it just broke. And I thought if we've got Dave on, it's a football podcast. We'll we'll pay tribute to Jimmy Greaves, who sadly died today aged 81 uh that is our show gentlemen sorry to um put a dampener on it with that um with that news at the end but generally um a feeling a feeling of relief if i can go there craig and the bermuda triangle and the red tape red herring which i like but it could be a, you, could, you could write like a michael Crichton novel the red tape red herring <laughs> maybe not um craig where can people uh find you on on twitter and where, when are we seeing you next on the channel um, I'm at FIMS75, um, TVC when I'm on next. I've been on a fair bit recently, so maybe it's my turn to be rotated off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. There's plenty of shows yeah. coming up, obviously, with the Wednesday, um, the Wednesday live Q&A, and then we'll be back, obviously, on Friday. Richard will be back with the I think Seb's back, show. isn't he? 
Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, great to have, yeah. great to have said back, obviously, um, as well. Uh, David, uh, where where can people find you? Have you got like uh, a red tape, red herring type sort not of? Really, mate? No, nothing to add at, in. At Dave Diamond Three, can I just put a shout out? Um, I went to the latest production at the Wolsey Friday evening, which is the um, Never Lost at Home, which was pretty much the follow up to the R Blue Heaven seventy eight um, seventy eight Cup um, run production, which was three years ago now at the Woolsey and I went Friday evening yeah again yeah magnificent again brilliant music from from the from, again my era sort of like early 80s and yeah tells a story very well and a lot of the same cast a lot of the cast that was in the former the, the 78 productions in this one as well and the same guy I think his name's Peter Peverly that plays Bobby Robson is just uncanny sort of ridiculous I think he was struggling with a cold as well but absolutely unbelievable and then yeah, right at the end, fantastic. Right at the end, Mickey Mills comes in. So what a night. Yeah, fantastic. Standing ovation all round for that. Recommend Brilliant it. Stuff. Go and check it out down at the Woolsey and um, check us out. We've already plugged the social media bits and bobs. Uh, if, within the kindness of your heart, um, this podcast will always be free, but if you do feel like you want to um, financially support, give a little bit back, you can do so um, at whatever um whatever level you decide via the ACAST supporter facility, you can do so via Super Chat and um, Super Sticker during the YouTube live shows or any premiere shows on YouTube as well. And um, if you take a look on our Twitter as well, we've got a, um, a PayPal thing. Again, the podcast will always be free, but if you feel like you want to reach out and support, you can do so um, those methods. Uh, Craig, say Goodbye in the cleanest way possible. Goodbye. <laughs> David, say goodbye. Goodbye and much relief. <laughs> Just it's so unnecessary. <laughs>